hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, to fall in love with your Bible, and to fall in love with Jesus. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm truly so grateful to have you. Happy Friday. Welcome to Unedited. This is about take 27. Just one of those days where I'm having a little bit of a difficult time getting my words out. But today I am going to talk very simply about keeping our eyes on Jesus. And before I get started, I just want to mention a little something by way of promo. Stay tuned for next week. I'm going to be posting an interview with Reverend Taylor Fish. I was actually supposed to record an interview with his wife, Cindy, who has an amazing podcast called At His Feet. I would encourage you to check it out. And she, unfortunately, um, came down with bronchitis and pneumonia. Pray for her. And um, wasn't able to record the other day, but Brother Taylor had an opening in his schedule and was able to record an interview. And so I will be recording with Cindy at some point. But next week, I will post the interview that I did with him. And he just had a lot of amazing amazing things to share. He talked about his testimony, what God has done in his life through a prayer closet. Um, he talked about revival, what he and Cindy and their family are seeing in their travels. He talked about Bible studies and altar working, and you really will not want to miss it. So I just wanted to mention that, encourage you to tune in next week and share that episode with anyone that it may be a blessing to. But for today, I, again, am going to talk about keeping our eyes on Jesus. I have just felt this in my spirit so strongly, really for a few weeks, um, largely because I've personally been praying Psalm 121 so much, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. But just today, I just could not get away from this and really felt like I needed to talk about it. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about, With so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. The writer of Hebrews 12 tells us that we are going to have to run with patience or with endurance. Because the race of life is not a sprint. The race of life is a marathon. And there are stretches of this race. There are stretches of the road to heaven that threaten our faith, that threaten our sanity, that threaten our ability to continue on. And if you've not been through one of those yet, you may one day be. I hope you don't have to, but we are promised tribulation and trouble in our Christian life. And the writer gives us a clue of how we can run with endurance. He actually gives us two clues. Number one, he says to run light, to lay aside every weight and sin. And I believe we do this in daily prayer, daily surrender, 
daily casting our cares upon him. It says, because he cares for us. Tells us in Psalm 55, 22, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. We do this through daily repentance. If we lay our burdens down at his feet daily, we can run light and we can run long. We can keep on in this journey. But it's when those cumulative weights pile up on our shoulders and we're not allowing God to carry them that we become burdened down and unable to continue on and to endure. So he first tells us to run light. Secondly, he says, looking unto Jesus. We have to keep our eyes up. Our focus has to be on him, on his face, on the finish line. If you've ever tried to run looking down at your feet or even looking around at your circumstances, you'll find that it's very difficult to run that way. And maybe not impossible, but it would sure slow us down and impede our progress. We have to keep our eyes on him. It is such a key in our Christian life. God has been reminding me repeatedly that I have to keep my eyes squarely on him. There is no enduring to the end. If I'm looking at the storm, if I'm looking at my circumstances, but he is unaffected by time. He's unaffected by circumstances. He's unaffected and unchanged by my issues, my unknowns. He knows all things and he's in control of all things. He's unaffected by storms. He's unaffected by life. He's again, unmoved, unchanged, unaltered, not only by my own personal situations or your own personal situations, but by the cumulative situations of our lives and the entire world. Like the old song says, he's got the whole world in his hands. There has never been an unknown to Jesus. He has reigned and he is going to continue to reign throughout all generations. I love Lamentations 519. It says, Thou, O Lord, remainest forever. Thy throne is from generation to generation. And whatever you or I might be facing does not phase God. He would not allow us to walk through it if he knew it would destroy us ultimately. And obviously there's a lot to do with our response in that to circumstances of life. But he is in it for us to win it. He's cheering for us. He is rooting for us. He's behind us. He's with us. And if he allows us to walk through circumstances, it is for his glory and for our good. This morning, I read Matthew chapter 14 and was just so moved by the story of Peter walking on the water. And I'm going to read a little passage out of Matthew 14. Jesus has just fed the multitude with five loaves and two fish. He's just performed an incredible miracle of provision. And right after this miracle, it says this, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went on to them, walking on the sea. 
So Jesus didn't just go straight to them. The fourth watch of the night, I didn't look it up today, but it was much later towards the dawn, if I remember correctly, that Jesus finally went to them. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, bid me come unto you on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did you doubt? That word doubt means to waver. And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship worshipped him, saying, Of a truth you are the Son of God. It really struck me as I was reading that this morning that they have just seen Jesus perform an incredible miracle, multiplying five loaves of bread and two loaves of fish to feed thousands. But it was after they saw him in this storm, walking on the storm and calming the storm that they said, of a truth, you are the son of God. They learned God in a new way after they saw him in a storm. And this is so simple and so basic. And if you've been in church for even a month, you've probably heard somebody talk about Peter taking his eyes off Jesus. But I just want to go back to that little section where it says, Peter says to him, if it's you, bid me to come to you on the water. And Jesus tells him to come. And Peter gets out and he walks on the water to go to Jesus. And when he sees the wind boisterous, he was afraid and he began to sink. It was fear. It was looking at the circumstances around him, hearing the howling of the wind that he started to sink down under those waves. And again, it's simple, it's basic, but simple and basic are not always easy. Keeping our eyes on Jesus when the storms of life are swirling around us and the wind is boisterous is much easier said than done. If you've been in a storm, you know that. But even as difficult as it might be, it is imperative. If we are going to make it through the storms of life, if we're going to run with endurance, if we're going to get all the way to the end, we have to have our eyes on him. We have to keep our eyes on a big God. Our pastor has often said, confidence is sustained by a clear view of God. And when I see him, how big he is, how in control he is, my fragile heart is calmed and my fears are silenced. And when I recognize that he has never, ever lost a battle, that not one word has failed of all the good things which he's spoken, that he's never broken a promise. When I recognize his nature, that he's big, but he's good. When I can stand back and look at the greatness and grandeur of God, my faith is bolstered and I have strength to continue on in the journey. And so I just wanted to remind us, you and I, today that we have to keep our eyes on Jesus again especially as we get closer to the end times Bible says that evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse there's a lot of signs of the end times that are listed out it tells us that deception will be rampant but if our eyes are on Jesus we will make it all the way to the other side 
We will make it to heaven. We will be able to run this race with endurance. And I think I mentioned it when I first started off this episode, but I have personally been quoting Psalm 121 many days in my prayers. Some days I feel like it's all I can pray. We memorized this as a church last summer, and it has been a gift, and I'm so grateful for it. And so today's unedited journal entry, straight from the Word of God, is Psalms 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. The Lord is going to preserve you. He's going to walk with you. He's with you. And so just take today's episode as a public service announcement, a reminder to turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. He is going to get us through if we will keep our eyes on him. Thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit meganedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy, happy, happy.